Welcome to Phone Sex with Lily Show, where talent in front and behind the camera is showcased and explored. As you can imagine, there are a lot of characters and personalities in this industry. Listen as they share their stories. But first, grab your lube and get comfortable because the guests will unknowingly be subjected to phone sex with a porn star, webcam model, and your host, Lily Craven. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you today? Oh, I'm so good. You How are? are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so horny. Really? Me too. Yeah. You are? I'm terminally horny though. Oh my goodness. What what are you doing right now? What am I doing? Um I'm sitting and um talking in my microphone to you. Oh, really? Uh-huh. You know what I'm doing? No, what are you doing? I'm touching myself. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. Where? Um, I have really, really big tits. Ah. I'm squeezing okay. my nipples. And, Ooh. well, I'm, I'm really, really wet. That's a good thing. It's better yeah. than being dry. <laughs> it is. Very good thing. Indeed. Oh, dry is not good, but you know what? No. That's what, what that's what that's what lube's for. Indeed. Um I make my own lube. Really? Yes, I do. My do body tell. makes lots of it. Ooh. Very nice. Very nice. Would you stick your hand in your pants, please? Okay. <laughs> and tell me what you're feeling. Can't find anything. What do you mean? Oh, wait, wait, there it is. Wait, does this mean you have a little dick? I'm sorry. I I don't do little dicks. Ugh. Oh, okay. All right, I'm sorry. Um, what, do you have a friend you could bring? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, call, I'll call a friend. I'll phone a friend. Yeah, yeah, you might have to phone two if it's that small. <laughs> I'm going to put you in the corner to watch because okay. that'll, I that'll, that'll, belong that'll here. Be, that'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. And, and you, I can't even believe you've made it through life with a little dick. Well, it's not little. It's just not big. Oh, okay. So if there's something, something there, right? I hope so. You are listening to Phone Sex with Lily, and I have a special guest here having phone sex with me. His name is Bruce Friedman, and he is with Adult Sight Broker. Hello. Hello. How are you, Lily? God, that was fun. <laughs> I, I really, I really, I really, I really threw you with like I couldn't find anything there. Huh? Yeah, because I'm like, I don't do little dicks. This is a first. <laughs> you must not know me. <laughs> but, you know, we could always add friends, you know, for those of you who do have um, a little bit smaller or a lot smaller than uh, the norm, the normal five inches. You can uh, add your friends. There you go. Put it together. And what do you got? Ten inches. Right. <laughs> no. Well, if it was five, five it'd be okay. Five times sure. five would be ten, right? 
Well, yeah. I know, that's 25. Can you handle that? No, I like how you did it. (laughs) Can you handle that? (laughs) Oh, I can handle it. Okay, good. Good to hear. I can handle it. I can do amazing things. (laughs) Uh So I've heard. <laughs> well, welcome. I'm so glad we finally got to chat and, and yes. you're here. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. What role do you play in the industry? Well, we broker websites and companies in the adult space. Um, been doing it for, well, I've been in the adult industry clo- going on 20 years. And uh Yeah. And I've uh, been doing the website brokering for about 13 of those years. Um, I've also got a marketing company and a general consulting company. So when people are starting uh, a new business, we're um, available to help them get started, project manage things for them, get their website up and all that good stuff. So, but the, but the website brokering is my main thing. That's what I spend probably 95 to 98% of my time on. And um, we uh, were the uh, largest website broker in the adult industry, the most experienced, and we sell more properties for more money than anybody else. Nice. That's impressive. And, and do you only do adult websites or is it? Yeah, we, we, I find it's better to specialize, although I do have a project that I, I still haven't fully launched and that's online casino broker, and we're also going to do um, um, uh, online casinos, which um, kind of, you know, it, it's somewhat married to the adult industry. It has a lot of the same traffic, and I, I, I think it'll be a really good partner for it. Um, yes. Plus, I've, yeah, I've, plus I've had some requests to uh, for online casinos to, to broker them, so we decided to uh, to do that. Yeah, because that's like addiction and an addiction, and put them together, right? Yeah, and you've got uh, you've you've lost and you've lost a lot of. If you go to the if you go to a casino and go to a strip club, you've lost money on uh, you know gambling and sex. There you go. It sort of goes hand in hand. <laughs> well, that's awesome. How did you um, get into this industry? Well, it's interesting you you'd ask that um, through my marketing company. Uh, I was working with a client. He had uh, he had three uh, gay affiliate programs, and we were talking about marketing them. And then he said to me, "You know what, Bruce? I think I'd like to sell them. Can you help me with that?" And I said, "Well, I've got tremendous contacts in the gay side of our business. In fact, uh, in the couple years prior to that, I had made it a point." to go a little bit outside my comfort zone and spend time at the gay events, at the gay parties. And this is yeah. kind of when the merging of the mainstream adult industry and the gay adult industry had really started to happen. Uh, Morgan Summer with CyberSocket was starting to do his CyberSocket events and was inviting people throughout the industry. Of course, the Phoenix Forum had um, a, a lot of the people from the uh, LGBTQ space and I had gotten to know them there. And, uh, hey, I'm from San Francisco. I live in Thailand. It's not like it's not like uh, gay people are foreign to me. Um, and I started going to the events, and I found some of the loveliest people in our industry. Um, and um, 
oh, hell, you know, my best friend growing up is gay. My wife's brother's gay. It's not like I it's not like like I said, the whole the whole thing's. Yeah, the whole thing's not familiar. So um, uh, I it took three weeks and I got it sold for him. And I, I went, wow, uh, we've got something here. And so I started the business. And of course, nothing's sold in three weeks since, but you know, that's, <laughs> you know, say, that's but yeah, that's very, very quick. It's, it's unusual. And I don't like to set those people's expectations, uh, like yeah. something will sell that quick because sometimes due diligence with a big company can take two months. So, you know, yeah, some of the large companies, they ask a lot of questions as they should. So, um, it's been good. Um, I've, sold a lot of websites and a lot of companies and business has never been better. In fact, 2020, when things were bad throughout a lot of re the rest of the world, I almost felt guilty that I had my best year and, and we're going to, and we're going to better it this year. So. Yes. That's the same with, I mean, even in the industry, you know, as far as doing any kind of content or anything, it mm -hmm. really boomed for me personally in yes. 2020 through the pandemic. It was, yes. you did, you did feel bad, bad for all the people yeah. who, you know, weren't making it. I was the sole provider, you know, of course all the kids come home from college. You've got, yes. got everybody. you got the dog, the boyfriends, everybody, and you're supporting everybody, but I'm so <laughs> grateful. Like Boyfriends, how many do you have? No, not mine. <laughs> College age ones came home. They brought, you know, their partners. Wow, I got you. <laughs> Animals and dogs. And, and so it was a situation sure. where it's like, yeah, I get to be mom again, but I'm going to take care of all of you now. But I was able sure. to do that because of the pandemic, I guess. Yes. It, yes. it just made it a prime, you know, opportunity for me to really work on what's online. Nice. So nice. that was, that was neat. So. Yeah. Do you actually watch, like, porn? Do you look at these websites? Do you frequent them? Do you get on cam websites or anything? Um, I've done projects on the marketing side where I've surveyed some camp. I've surveyed their competitors' campsites. Oh. Um, gee, that was fun. Um, but you're not sitting there like <laughs> I am not out. what you would call a porn aficionado. <laughs> I've never been a person who's needed, uh, who's wanted, or really uh, been that inclined to watch a lot of porn. However, um, you know when I do have a listing, I take a look at the site and I evaluate it. And part of that is is viewing some content. Okay, if it's a if it's like a pay site, if it's a cam site, I want to look at the layout. I want to want to see how the models interact with the people and everything. Reading but, the articles only, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like like Playboy, exactly. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, oh, that's really? what I. That's what I said. That's what I said when my mom found Playboy magazine wrapped in a Sports Illustrated cover right. when I was twelve. Um, but no, I mean the whole the whole idea is to know about what you're selling. But yeah, do I spend time watching porn? No, no, I don't. I don't. Hey, I live in Thailand. Do I really need porn? No, you don't. Yeah, exactly. No, so that's very... <laughs> people go, do you, do you watch porn? I go, I live in Thailand. Have any other dumb yeah, questions? Dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. That this, you know, I've sort of noticed across the board that that majority of, um, you know, models, actresses, or people who are in the industry are not watching it. There are people who do, of course, but sure. 
pretty much like I don't watch porn at all. I never did, mm. and I don't now. Um, I yeah. don't watch my own because I'm afraid, like, that O face that everybody says is great, I'm going to see it and be like, ah. And then the next time it'll be in my head and it'll be even faker than it is. And so I'm like, <laughs> I better not watch it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But, um, but yeah, I hear, I hear that's pretty common that they, we just don't really frequent porn sites. Yeah. And yeah. you know, there was one other thing I always wondered. I've been attending the Exoticas for a few years. Yeah. Why do they have our after parties at strip clubs? Hmm. 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 Yeah, you know they. Um, they've. <laughs> I've I've been to a couple of strip clubs uh, uh, parties from adult shows. I have not attended Exotica because, really, for the most part, that's more the B two C side, and I'm B two B. However, the more I talk to people, I think I am going to go to one or two. Uh, if the if the opportunity presents itself, keep in mind that my trips from Thailand to the States have to be timed well so I can take in two or three events. Otherwise, yeah. it's really hard to make the, the trip worthwhile, uh, oh, more, yeah. from a, more from a time standpoint even than a money standpoint, because I really don't want to be away from the office that long. And the other thing I found, one of the reasons I think I had such a great year last year was I was able to keep my eye on the ball and not travel. You know, I went to the early yeah. shows in January 2020 in uh, Vegas and L.A., um, but after that, uh, that was my last – oh, well, then I went to uh, to uh, Portugal uh, from the, uh, shortly after that. But after that, I didn't do any more travel, and I was able to dig in for a good chunk of the year. And I think it made a big difference, and it's also it's also been valuable this year. I've made one trip. Unfortunately, it was for two and a half months to the States. Not excited uh, to spend a lot more time in the States, to be honest, but that for yeah. a variety of reasons. I bet. <laughs> but, um, well, no, but that's, that's another story altogether. Oh, okay. um, I, I just, uh, my, my, my home country isn't what it used to be. We'll just leave it at that. At first, you'd think it was a challenge, but, you know, we really got closer. We started fishing. We started cooking together. Nice. You know, we made the most of it. So it was, ended up being a positive thing for me. But being confined um, to mm. – at that time when it's the, the COVID started, yeah. um, I had a two-bedroom, two-bath condo. Oh, <laughs> so I, in the middle of that, I moved to a house that I could fit everyone in. Beautiful. But it was like – Man, we are like cramped together. You know, we were just, uh, it, it was close and, and we really took it seriously, but it, it was a challenge. Just being yeah, inside. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing's been a challenge, but, but, but anyway, yeah. the, the states were the only trip I've made since early, uh, in uh, 2000. And, uh, I would have been at the European summit that just finished except yeah. for quarantine, which is supposed to stop November 1st. If, Unless the Thai government changes its mind again, so we'll see. We'll see. They tend to you've do that every like, every couple hours, you know. Yeah, you've been locked down like Australia has, right? Like they've been um, down. Well, we've got a fourth wave right now, so um, yeah, they've um, they put a lot of restrictions. Now they're lessening restrictions, probably too early, uh, with a lot of pressure from the business community. Um, so. It's been interesting, to say the least. Um, yeah. A lot of what they're doing are all the wrong things the states did uh, when Trump was president. 
But, um, you know, I mean. Get through this and do what we have to do so we can move on with life. Well, they should. They should. Safety should be the priority. But unfortunately, now money is really uh, the priority. And uh, the first year they had 76 deaths, I believe, which was amazing for a country of 40 million people because they did it right. Uh, yesterday yeah. they had 112. They've had as many as 300 plus in a day. Oh, so wow. they've they've just basically taken their eye off the ball. They've they've let things open that shouldn't open, and um, yeah. with the exception of bars that are pretty <laughs> much religiously um, frowned upon, um, everything else is pretty much open now. And oh. the country's good. The country's going <laughs> to open to vaccinated tourists November first. And uh, there won't be a quarantine. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think it'll get worse. But, um, you know, I'm just realistic about it. You know, Colorado, they made sure the only thing that was open here was the pot shops and the the marijuana stores and the alcohol. That was it. And I'm like, perfect. Do we really just leave the alcohol and the the bud stores open? Like, that's it. Perfect. Perfect. And, and everything else was closed. And it oh, was, you can't. Oh, come on. It's Colorado. You can't. You can't close. Yeah, the but come on stores. now. Like, and I was like, well, it does keep people home, and it'll keep people quiet. So, <laughs> no, the pot stores it keeps people sleeping. But anyway, yeah, but that's true. That that is <laughs> that's true. So I just found that interesting. Yeah, let's keep them nice and you know tanked and high, and then we'll be okay and get through this. Boom. <laughs> and that's how we're going to solve it here in Colorado. But Good. It seemed to be working, so. There you go. There you go. So, I am going to take a break, and you had picked three songs, and the oh. first song that you had picked was Hotel California from the Eagles. Yes. And why did you pick that song? Oh, I think it reminds me of my youth. I I was and still is a big, uh, am, am a big Eagles fan. And uh, it's just a song I have a lot of uh, fondness for, as, as I do a lot of their songs. Yeah, good one. All right, you're listening to Phone Sex with Lily, and we will be back with Bruce Friedman. Hello, you're listening to Lily Craven with Phone Sex with Lily, and we are here talking today with Bruce Friedman from Adult Sight Broker. Hello. 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 How was your oh. break? Oh, my break was great. Oh, good. That Me was too. a great song, wasn't it? Yes, indeed. The Hotel California. I think we all have our memories of that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. You can so, check out. You can check out. You can check in, but you can't check out. That's Hello. right. <laughs> Especially growing up in California, that was. One of the, <laughs> you know, it was either that, or it was was it, uh, Tupac with his <laughs> California song. Uh, if you say so, I'm not a, not a, not a rapper hip hop guy, but I'm going to take your word for it. (laughs) I'm always always one up on my, my family. I think we, I think we grew up at different times, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, to see, that's what I get to say is like, you know, my family will say, you can't listen to that music. That's our music. And I said, oh no, I was there when Tupac was alive. And it's like Mm -hmm. a long time ago. Yeah. It was. So um, you do um, podcasting. Yeah. And what, I do. what podcast do you do? 
Well, our podcast is called Adult Site Broker, which can be found at adultsitebroker.com, funny enough. Yeah, um, that's and, great. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, it, it took me hours to figure that one out. Um, and it's a, it's a podcast, uh, it's a B2B podcast. And we interview what we like to call the movers and shakers of the adult industry. So you're doing also like the, like what I'm doing is more mm-hmm. the behind the camera. I do do mm-hmm. in front of the camera as well, but yes. you are talking to people who make the wheels turn. Basically. Yeah, we're talking to primarily business people. Uh, we have had porn stars on, Porno Dan's been on. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we've had, we've had some, uh, you know, Vicky Vett, um, has appeared on our podcast. That was, that was a blast. So was Dan. I mean, Dan's a, Dan's a total card. Um, (laughs) so, um, yeah, we've had some really, really top guests in all aspects of the industry. Um, we really do focus on the, uh, the B2B side. Um, but, um, it's, uh, it's really all aspects of the industry. We, we try to cover everything. And, and who are your listeners? Like, like, do you have an idea of who, who's listening? I have listeners. Really? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I, I, there are a lot of, uh, people that work in the adult industry for the most part, I believe, other than, other than my friends and family. Um, they're, um, you know, primarily people who want to hear, uh, the guests that are on. Um, and the, you know, we give other information on there as well. We give information on, you know, how, how to buy and sell websites. We do, we do tips on that. Uh, we also talk about what we're, we're going to, we're listing at that particular time, what websites are for sale. So there's a lot of good information there and people throughout the, uh, Adult industry, I think, are interested in it. I myself now am interested in it. I did listen to some of your podcasts with, like, Ralph yeah. Greco, um, yeah. Corlin Jewell. Yes. Jay, Jay oh, Corlin's, Corlin's uh, awesome. If you haven't like, interviewed her, you should. Yeah. Let's just talk about her for a while. No, sure. <laughs> because I met her, um, we, we happened to be on the same station, and we were supposed yeah. to find each other. Well, we were already partying together on an after party. I was oh, already at her table. Yes, I was already in Chicago. I was already at her table. We were like <laughs> buddies, you know, by then. Oh, and then we awesome. realized who we were. Like, we were supposed <laughs> to find each other. And Funny. she, we're both from San Diego. It was just so yes. many things. But I absolutely adore her. And I, yes. I she's definitely someone you I You have good up. taste. You have good oh, taste. Adore her. I I just have nothing but good to say about her. Ranking well, podcast. She's very enterprising. Awesome. She's very enterprising. She's as much of a go getter as anyone yep. I, I've ever met in my life, and she's a total sweetheart. Yes. Uh, we cross we cross promote, so I talk about the guests that are going to be on her podcast, and she awesome. talks about the ones that are going to be on mine, and we're going to start some social media uh, cross promotion as well. So, um, you know, Corlin's. Carlin's tops. I don't think she sleeps, to be honest. No, um, we were talking last night. Um, it was quite, it was a lot, neither do I. So <laughs> it was quite late. We, we can talk at the wee hours of the morning and we're like, Oh, have you yeah. gone to bed? No, I haven't. Have you? <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we try to, 
sneak in some sleeping, but we definitely don't at the events until, like, I end up on the hotel floor, and who knows how I got there. But I don't drink. Like, I don't party. I don't. (laughs) So it was interesting that that that's how exhausted, and she's still going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I hear. So I hear from um, a mutual friend is – Helping to produce a documentary about her and Michael McGrady, who's also been on my podcast. And, um, yeah, we talked about her on the podcast. Everybody's talking about Coral. Yeah, I mean, really. It's, and I it's amazing. Her, um, seminar that she held at Exotica and that it was moving. Um, mm. she has an amazing story. I would love to read yes. her book. Um, yes. I don't yeah. really have the time, but if you, anybody, I plan to do it myself. I've read some of her articles in Medium, and it's it's quite uh, quite interesting. It is. It really is. Um, mm-hmm. and she's definitely someone that inspires me, and I look up yes. to in this short amount of time that I've known her. Yes. Um, so yes, Likewise. check out the Hanky Panky podcast. That is a good one. <laughs> Indeed. And, and your podcast is the Adult Site Broker. Podcast. Yeah, Adult Site Broker. Adult Site Broker Talk. Talk. Okay, see? Oh, put a little twist in there, huh? Yes. <laughs> so, so where do you think, um, the, what do, what do you think the future is with websites and in, in, in the adult industry? Where do you think we're going? Hmm. Well, you know, obviously there's, there's been a real move towards, um, user generated content, um, uh, performers, um, with, with, uh, platforms like OnlyFans and Just for Fans and uh, many vids, um, and, and many others doing, um, their own content, which obviously puts the studios in an, in an interesting situation because now they have to compete with the performers yeah. themselves. And it's probably a good thing from that standpoint because the studios not only have to pay the performers better, but they're also, they also have to treat them better or they're not going to be there. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's going to be good for everybody in the industry because let's face it, the performers make this industry go without the performers. We have no industry. So, right. you know, they're the most important people in our industry without a doubt. Um, and that goes for all types of performers in the adult industry. Um, in terms of, of, uh, pay sites, membership sites, um, obviously there aren't as many as there were, you know, five years ago or 10 years ago, but there are still new ones popping up all the time and there's still a lot of money being made in membership sites, but the onus on the operator is to be different, is to be special, is to be better or you're going to be left in the dust. Um, yeah. and I, I see everything. Okay. Cause, cause a lot of sites come across my desk. Yeah. And <laughs> what I see is, um, I got a lot of stuff that, well, I get some things that aren't making any money. So obviously I can't do a darn thing with that. Um, you know, people have a platform, but they don't have any sales or any traffic. So, I mean, who's going to buy that? Right. Yeah. Um, but, I have some very valuable pay sites that I've sold and will be selling. And, um, you know, uh, there's still a lot of, of cash in a membership sites if it's done right. If it's yeah. not done right, 
then they're going to fade away like a lot of the other ones have. I also see a lot of consolidation. Um, big companies are buying up a lot of the membership sites. Um, so that's another thing that's, that's come into play. When it comes to, uh, the cam industry, uh, there's a lot of competition. Um, also again, with the, the fan and clip sites, like, like only fans and many vids. And it can't be business as usual because, um, they're losing models right and left and they're losing them faster than they can get them. It's still a very lucrative business. It's still a very big business, but it's not what it was a couple of years ago before these new, uh, you know, you, you know, um, performer generated content sites came into play. Um, yeah. tube sites are, um, still good for generating traffic, albeit low quality traffic. Um, but, you know, that can still be converted to something better if people are creative. And it's a good way for uh, all types of sites to uh, promote, especially membership sites. So um, the industry's healthy. Um, 20, as you mentioned, 2020 and 2021 were very good uh, years in our industry. And I don't really see it's interesting because when the start of 2020 was so good, what I was afraid of was when the economy took a hit, um, as it did, the, the business was going to slide. And I guess I underestimated the staying power of it because a lot of people stayed home and I guess experienced porn either for the first time or more than they would have otherwise. Yeah. And what's what's tended to happen is they're sticking around. So the industry's very, very healthy. Um, there's some very, very strong companies. There's also some very creative solo site operators uh, that own like one or two sites that are doing well. So really, I still think the sky's the limit. When I look at the valuations of the sites and the money that's coming in, and I see what sites sell for, I don't really see uh, a limit on where this industry's going. Yeah, because sex still sells. <laughs> Boom. <clears throat> you know. <clears throat> always I, has, I, always will. <clears throat> correct. I thought it could go either way. I had predicted that either people are going to be stuck home with their, you know, their wife or their husband and their children <clears throat> are home all the time and they won't have the money to spend to get on these sites. That's what I or thought. Or it would be the flip side where they're sitting there bored and they're all jacking off all day long, blowing all their, you know, stimulus money. Yep. <laughs> and and it, I was like, it could go either way. And, and luckily it went the way it did. Um, yes. You know, in the positive. So, right. yeah. I mean, why, why, I mean, I mean, I mean, if you got a, got a choice between porn and food and keeping the lights on of course you're going to choose the porn yeah duh and the pot shop was open the pot shop yes and the booze (laughs) vices always win right yeah a bunch of happy people here (laughs) so yes so Um, we made the most of it i guess um (laughs) so we're going to take a second break and you picked another song another one yes you picked dirty laundry by the Eagles again. And why did you pick that song? Um, well, I think the, the song says so much. 
and talk so much about the state of our world now and the state of the media and the state of politics. Um, and it's, it's just so spot on. Plus it's a fucking great song. <laughs> All right. Here's Dirty Laundry by the Eagles. You're listening to Bone Sex with Lily. Hello, you're listening to Phone Sex with Lily. This is Lily Craven, and we are talking today to Bruce Friedman from Adult Site Broker. Hello. Hello. Again. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so we were talking about um, which direction was the industry going as far mm-hmm. as websites, and, like, is there any, like, innovative new stuff coming to light, like VR, virtual reality? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, VR, yeah, VR has been interesting. Um, a lot of people have adopted it and had some VR sites as part of their networks. There's a couple of networks that are solely VR, but still not a lot. I thought by now it would have taken off more than it, it, it has. I've got a cu- I've got a couple of interviews coming up. Uh, one with uh, Michael Fatterosi, who's a longtime adult industry attorney, and another one is Anna Lee uh, with uh, with Hollow Films, and and Anna, um, she she really oh I'm sorry that was her old company uh, I believe it's two o four seven or two o I think it's two o four seven Entertainment, and Hollow Films was her previous company, and this one she actually owns. And she does VR only, and she does VR production. And we were talking about the future of it, and she thinks it's got incredible headroom. And a lot of it has to do with the technology that will be coming out, uh, smaller headsets like that will just be be glasses, um, IR instead of um, you know, VR. So there's it it really all depends on the technology. Michael um is involved in some project, as Michael's always involved in projects, and he says the project he's involved with is going to blow the top off of the whole VR market and of course I asked him for details and he told me as a good Italian boy he'd have to kill me if if he told if me. If he so, told you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, I mean, I mean, I hear good things. Um, it's all going to depend on the technology. My honest assessment as a user is it's far from being there yet. Um, I just don't like putting on that big Oculus too. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't really do it for me, but I, I do believe, and I think Apple's working on Apple glasses and that's probably going to be yeah. uh, the big, Changer. Well, of course, all Sony and everybody's working on them. Okay. So, and actually, I just read an article about um, a company, yeah, a few companies actually, that have glasses that take the place of your uh, monitor. Oh. Um, and they charge, they cost anywhere from like $600 to $1,500, but it, it basically simulates a big screen monitor. Wow. Probably not. It's probably not as big as mine because I, I have a 60 inch, uh, flat screen on, on my desk. Um, oh, but, <laughs> well, then a, then a, then a 50, 50 inch to the right for, for a little IPC. overboard there, a little overkill. 
<laughs> hey, hey, it's my man cave. That's so right. anyway, um, but it would really be nice traveling, not to have to look at my 16-inch MacBook Pro and have those glasses. So I'm going to wait for it to be perfected. I was thinking about maybe buying the. They were from TCL, a Chinese company, the uh, first iteration. But I'm going to wait and see what happens when they come out with the second version after reading some stuff. So I think that type of technology will also be good because it's not a stretch at all to think that those will come out in VR. So, again, it's all about the technology, as Anna told me. And that podcast will run uh, December, January. We're, we're, We're booked so far ahead. So. So sort of like back in the day when we had to carry the suitcase that had the cell phone in it with the cord. You think we're yep. at that level with VR right now, and then we're just going to progress? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. I, it and, makes total sense. And mobile phones still have a long way to go, you know? I mean, there's new technology every year. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Apple's going to do with the 14 next year because the, thir- the 13 <laughs> hasn't made me – Anxious to upgrade from my 12, but uh, I hear the 14 is going to have all kinds of cool shit. So yeah. it's like they, maybe they should leave a little bit more space and time in between their upgrades to where it's like a noticeable upgrade. Some yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. <laughs> well, some people will always buy the new thing. I used to be I used to be that guy, but I'm not anymore. Oh. So after after paying twenty two hundred dollars for a phone la- um, last year, yeah. I just like, okay, well, this better last me two years. So. Yeah, that's all about it will last, right? About two years? No, it'll last. My wife's still on her 10, and she's still thrilled. But um, <laughs> she, she won't she won't let me buy her a new one. I wanted to get her the 12. I wanted to get her the 13. She's like, nah, this is fine. Okay. <laughs> Save me a couple grand. I don't care. Yeah, I was like, that's a good wife. Mm-hmm. So, so well, she grew up. Well, she grew. She grew up a poor girl uh, in the provinces, and they sometimes had to literally go out and uh, and find dinner. You know, so So yeah, you know, well, kill it and kill it and uh, eat it. So yeah, so I mean, she she's obviously got a very comfortable life here, and but she hasn't forgot where she came from. Um, So. Yeah, it makes a big difference. It really has no impact on how I do things, but yes, it probably should. True. But what can I say? I like the creature comforts. Yes, I, I hear you. But that, that's that's awesome that, you know, she still remembers that time and she, it humbles oh. her. And yes. she's not just yes. like, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she's awesome. She's awesome. So, don't tell her I Don't tell her I said that or she'll get a big head. No, I bet you she is awesome. <laughs> and how long have she you been is. married? Twelve years. Oh Going uh, January will be, January will be thirteen years right. of our of our Thailand wedding, and uh-huh. then next June will be thirteen years of our U.S. wedding. Awesome. Well, so we got married both places. That's a lot right there. Well, we got married in front of her family. It was a cultural wedding, and then we got married legally at City Hall in San Francisco under the rotunda. So neat. So neat. It was a beautiful place. So what what are you passionate about? What is it that does it for you? Is mm. there any certain charities or, or hobbies or sports or something that you're really passionate uh, about? Dogs. Uh, we have four. Three, three of them are rescues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, two of them I got from 
the main road in Bangkok, um, that were with uh, street beggars. And I know those dogs don't have much of a future when they get older and not quite as cute in their estimation. And um, so I save a lot of my charity for animals. That includes uh, feeding them personally at times and trying to show them a lot of love uh, when I'm out and about. Uh, not to mention the, the four that we have need a lot of love. My poor, Ber- my poor Bernie today. He's our big baby. He's nine years old, and uh, today is thunderstorms, and he yeah. is petrified of thunder. Yeah. So I think he's well, hiding. Not- under, I think he's behind my desk hiding, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, um, and I'm I'm very passionate about music. I love jazz. Um, I uh, I bought a bunch of CDs that I had. Yes, I still buy CDs that I had shipped to the states, and then I picked them up when I was there from the friend I had them shipped to. And I'm I'm just enjoying going through all the stuff now. Stuff like Ernie Watts and Chick Corea and some of the other uh, just marvelous, marvelous artists. Um, and I also I know a lot of people who record. Um, uh, we've, when, before we started this, we were talking about San Diego and yeah. the, uh, the KIFM, the late great KIFM festival, um, uh, Memorial Day weekend. And that was a great place to hang out, listen to jazz and meet the artists. And, uh, over the years, I've been a lot of them. So, uh, and some I'm happy enough to call my friends. So those are my main path. Oh, and sports. Uh, I'm a huge San Francisco Giants, San Francisco 49ers, Golden State Warriors fan. Um, no <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. They yeah, tonight, they blew, one, tonight they blew tonight they blew a four run seventh inning lead to the Dodgers that would have that would have all, all but given us the division title. Let's not talk about the Padres. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really <laughs> angry. So anyway, um, yeah, that was not fun. That was right before we did the interview. Um, okay. but my Giants. <laughs> Best record, best record in baseball this year. I'm just thrilled. Um, yeah, it's uh, so sports is sports is huge. I watch virtually every game. So that's what we grew up, um, you know, watching the Padres. Like, sure, my my father would listen to it on the car radio. Um, he would have it blaring while he'd be out, you know, doing the Jerry lock. Coleman. <laughs> It, good old yeah, Jerry, Jer- good old Jerry Coleman. I knew Jerry you can when I worked for. Hang a star on that one, baby. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I knew Jerry when I worked for the I worked for the Giants when I was working when I was in college. I was a PR flunky, so I got oh. to know all the broadcasters. And Jer- Jerry was a prince of a man. Yeah, we yeah, that's who I grew up with. You know, yeah. and like I said, it was blaring on the the <clears throat> the cars our Datsun two ten yellow by the way uh, station wagon. <laughs> it was you know. Yep. My dad would always have that that on. My grandmother watched baseball until the day she passed. Right after the Padre yeah. game, she passed. It's like away. my mom, yeah. It's like my and, mom. And it's yeah. just like they were very passionate about you know the sure. Padres and, and just yes. baseball in general. It was such a good yeah. family. Yep. Brought us all together, and that's sure. what they talked about. <laughs> rubs off, definitely. How about definitely them Padres? Rubs off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, and we then we then then we then we took your manager and won three World Series titles. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to. Why'd you gotta go there? Because you're still uh, upset about today, right? <laughs> oh my God, are you kidding? I'll be yeah. upset about that until we clinch. <laughs> <sighs> Let's hope. 
So um, I really appreciate you coming and talking with me today. Oh, I of course. a lot of good information. Um, where can they find you? Where can listeners find you? Well, I'm usually down on a little street corner <laughs> in this area. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can you can go to adultsitebroker.com. Okay. Uh, for our brokering company. And from there, we also have links to our other companies and to our podcast, which again is adultsitebrokertalk.com. We also have an affiliate program, asbcash.com. So, um, if people want to send us leads, we'll send them money. Um, and, uh, of course we're on uh, Twitter and Facebook as well at, 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 um, Adult site broker. That's pretty easy across the board, right? Yeah, pretty much. Adult site broker. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming. And this is Bruce Friedman <clears throat> with Adult Site Broker. And you're listening to Phone Sex with Lily. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Phone Sex with Lily Show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch episodes you may have missed, go to Spotify, Anchor, or SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. Simply type in Phone Sex with Lily Show. For the latest from Lily, you can follow her on Instagram at real underscore Lily Craven and on Twitter at Lily Craven XXX or message on Facebook at Lily.Craven40. Thanks again. Until next time. <laughs>